Private Practice Fan Podcast, Episode 3. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. My name is Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. And we're going to talk about the most recent episode of Private Practice. Um, season 1, episode season 3. Season 1, episode 3, titled, In Which Addison Finds the Magic. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. In Which Addison Finds the Magic. That That's what my DVR says. Wonderful. In Which Addison Finds the Magic. Which is quite long. That is a title. that is a long title. I, I thought they, about that when I was having to write it out. I, I would think that if I were were titling this episode, maybe finding the magic. Yeah. You know, or the magic spot. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> something to that nature. But but uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I thought that it was quite a long, quite a long. Um, so title also. Last week we said we asked the question. Mm-hmm. Better than Grey's Anatomy? Right. Question mark was the title of the episode we released. Okay. All right. And of course, we watched Grey's Anatomy that next evening. Which and was very good. Which was very good. So Grey's is still up there. For you, yeah. you probably still like Grey's Anatomy better. I enjoy both of them in completely different ways. Yeah. I love Grey's Anatomy, and um, and I don't want ever, anyone to ever think that I don't. But private practice is so much... Um, it's a more mature um, relationship between the characters. Now they're all, you know, they're all still a little messed up. That's why we love them. And you of know? course, that's that's representative of yeah. But I reality. think that, yeah. But I think that these um, because Grey's Anatomy more follows the lives of the interns, uh, fresh out of college, you know, fresh out of med school, and and um, really struggling in their in their um, relationships w- with others, anyone they're, they're, they're basically, they're still kids relationally. And, um, we know that, that Addison's character is 39 going on 40. These are adults. These are grown ups, And that's what I like about it. They, so, yeah, they are that, grown ups. That's what, that's what I am loving about this show is that there's, you know, there's just more mature things that are Right. That they're dealing with. And of course, exactly. And, and even, no matter how mature you are and how the age goes, you know, how high your age is, um, you still deal with issues. Right. And, you know, you still struggle with deleting old voicemails. And, you know, that just yeah. happens. You well, know? I mean, I think that that is the great thing about the, the show. And, and so we'll talk more about that as we as we go in. But I, I don't think that one show is better than the other. For me, I know I had I had joked about that last week. But, um, well, but I was really... My, I was really blown away by how well that episode was. They handled some situations very well in private practice. Yes. Episode last week. two. Yeah. Matter of fact, I would say that um, when you compare last week's episode to this week's episode, last week, I, I, I forget what the actual rating we gave it. Was it like 4.357 it, it, or something? Yeah, I don't know. it was like pretty up there. It was like almost a five star episode, if, <laughs> if not a five star it was solid all the way through. It was. Now, tonight, I will tell you that the first 25 minutes did not grab me. Right. You know, it didn't grab at me and say, hey, suck, you're sucked in. You watch this and you right. don't t- take your eyes off. We, we've got a story we're telling you here. I felt, I, I felt that way, too. But I'm wondering how much of it isn't, um, how much isn't 
of it isn't related to our demeanor as we were watching it. We went into this episode tonight exhausted, ready to turn in, you know, at 8.30 when we we are, you know, pushing ourselves, enjoying pushing ourselves. We, I, I love that time when I can sit down with you and watch a show. But, um, but we went into this episode very tired. Last week, we stayed up a little bit too long. We got a little slap happy, you know. And so we watched the show in a completely different... Yeah, and last week I was still on that super, like, um, you know, kid just got, you know, all the free candy in the world, you know, kind of feeling after right. just uh, making it. a huge decision to change careers. And, and of course, now the, the reality of such a huge <laughs> and large decision has, right. has kind of hit me so. like a brick, ton of bricks on my head and... You know, which I'm still excited, but boy, uh, you know, you get 10 days into this thing and, and you start saying, uh, you know, okay. you're like 14 days into this. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 10 days into actual technical 90 day okay. notice. So anyway, um, but I, what I was saying is that this episode, um, this episode did not grab me right away, but I will tell you, it was still interesting and it was very, it was, it was still Something that I I wasn't like, um, it's not like, you know, what happened with Bionic Woman where I'm like, at the very beginning, this is awful writing. Right. Instead, it was like. It's still great writing. It was still great writing, but they got me at the end. They all, this show, Private Practice, has these scenes at the end that just, I mean, literally, I, I tear, there was a little tear in my eye. As I saw a couple of the scenes, uh-huh. you know, the, the little girls get in bed with their sister. I mean, that, w- that was emotional. That, it was it, actually, you know, when it, when it originally got me was when the little girls are laying there on the fur, you know, in the in the in the castle mm-hmm. and they're looking at the stars. And I was like, no, you can't lay there. You're, you're, you know, <laughs> you're getting sick. Get, get yeah. out, you know, right. and 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 and. As much as I hate medical television, medical dramas, whatever you call these goofy They do stupid, really well. They do it well, you know, because it was a happy ending. I yeah. like happy endings. Is it too wrong of me to ask for more and more happy endings, Stephanie? What's wrong? Nothing. Um, You're thinking something bad again, aren't you? No. When I do that. Get your own darn TV show. Is that what you're thinking? No. Um <laughs> No, I'm I, I'm thinking what? that that's not where I was in my notes. Oh, but um. Well, we well, this doesn't actually. Oh, I guess I did kind of jump to the girls. You did. You, well, you I tell you, right you that, so. you take over but from no, here. No, no, that's fine. It, it, I just wanted to say that it grabbed me at the end. It does, and and I was just gonna agree with you that that they do their, <coughs> they they do even even with last week. Okay, when they dealt with the baby who who was sick and she was only going to live to be five okay so you know that that's not going to have that that happily ever after that that you're looking for but they still played that but off they did such, that in such a it was phenomenal writing it I, really I walked was. away from that episode not being completely depressed yeah whereas in a typical gray's episode i'm like <laughs> You know, calling well, the doctor because he thinks he has like you know, everything what, they call. Exactly, I'm like, you know, am, am I dying tomorrow? Everything they present. Are my kid? You know, so. my kid's got a bump on his nose. Is he going to die? I mean, okay, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch, but still, He's I, six. It's probably just a booger. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. But anyway, all I'm saying is that, you know, with with Grey's Anatomy, they leave you with such a they just rip your heart out. Yeah. And, and basically pulverize it, and, and you're done. And it's like whatever. Do you think maybe that's why Shonda needed private practice? 
I don't know. Maybe she was becoming affected. Now I know that she's, you know, she is like the brilliance behind. Now, not just her. There are great uh, other great people working on that show. But she also created private practice. So do you think that maybe she needed that balance? I wonder. I don't know. I enjoyed the balance. Is there an official private practice podcast, I wonder? I don't think, but I, I don't know, but I can look. I think what we need to do is we need to see if we can't get Shonda on a telephone Ooh, and that'd do, be cool. do an interview with her. That'd be cool. I'd love to pick that woman's brain. That would be awesome. I don't know if she'd talk to me after the way I talk about Izzy, though. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, if anybody so. has any connections to Shonda Rhimes... Uh, let me know and hook us up and we'll do an interview. Yep. I think that would be totally awesome. Absolutely. I would have, I, one thing I'd have to do though is hook her up with like a podcast producer that. Seriously. That doesn't pan yeah. the audio. That, that was, they, they need some help. And now I haven't listened to their podcast since season four has started. Um, I haven't set my iPhone. I hardly ever sync my, my, um, iPhone and, and iPod. So, um, you need to do that. I need to do that. I need to get that set up to be downloading that that podcast again. Anyway, so I want to start actually diving into the episode of in which Addison finds the magic and talk about how they opened with raining. Did yes. you catch that right away? Like when she sat up in bed, I'm like, it's raining. It's like, this ain't Seattle. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what she thought. She's like, I left the rain. It's not supposed to rain in L.A. And um, and you just feel kind of like it's raining down on everyone. You know, yeah. I, it, it was a very symbolic rain. You know, and, and the thing is, is and I wonder if this, this would be annoying to the people who listen to this podcast. And, you know, far be it from Cliff to ever annoy somebody that's a listener to one of his shows. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'll continue with my thought. Um, basically, you know, I'm, I'm going, there were a couple tie-ins to this whole, well, yeah, it, it is a direct tie. You know, Addison... Mm-hmm is leaving one career to go into a new career, yes, a new field. Is. You're right. And and she made some sacrifices and stuff like that. And if anything, I think the one of the reasons I really enjoy this show is because I'm really identifying with Addison's character. And that sounds, you know, I'm getting more in touch with my feminine side. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> seriously, though, there is Are you some, looking for the magic? I'm looking for the magic, babe. Okay. No, I found the magic. We're not going there. Stop that. <laughs> Anyway, um, wow. One, three, two, one. It's gone. All right. So, what was I saying? I really, I, I'm really identifying with her character because you know I make this decision to to leave this career in insurance and pursue my passion in in podcast and new media, and and I just got so excited and and I'm I'm immediately thinking, okay, this is all just going to fall into place. Everything's champagne gonna, and caviar. It's champagne and caviar, and I've got rain. You know, I, I here I am. I woke up in the morning about three days ago, and I have this tickle in my throat. And this tickle in my throat is usually an indication of an upper respiratory infection. That's my rain because an upper respiratory infection for me means bronchitis and coughing uncontrollably for about two or three months. That ain't happening. Right. That's rain. I left rain. I, I, I'm here for sunshine and <laughs> girls on rollerblades. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. I want my girls on rollerblades. <laughs> so I'm going uh, to the doctor tomorrow. So we already talked about her needing and wanting the magic. Yes. You know, I, um, and I, I think Addison deserves a little magic. Do you think she found the magic? Um, I think she's finding the magic. 
Because, I mean, what, yeah. the, what was the title again of this episode? Well, it, in which Edison finds the magic. Okay. So and, it would lead you to believe that she's found it. That I think by the end of the episode, she's starting to feel like she fits in. Um, or at least that she can make herself fit in. She, um, you know, she agreed to let Pete look at the broken, ha- the broken hoo ha. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? That's lovely writing. <laughs> lovely. Um, it's as great as with JJ, and um, yeah. I, so I think that she's getting the concept of of this, and um, and so yeah, I think that she found the magic. Okay. Yeah. I, I personally did not, you know, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. I was really... Um, well, if yeah. you put your logo away, maybe Yeah, I was working on the logo. Attention. But no, seriously, I, I was really caught up in the, the story of the little girls. Uh-huh. Um, I was, and I was really, you know, I don't know what it is about, is it Amy Brenneman? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Violet. Judging Amy. <laughs> I will never call her Violet. I just, she does not look like a Violet. Okay. She she is an extremely attractive attractive woman, and it, I just like anytime she's on the on the screen. Even and, when she had the lady's blood all over. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, why isn't she like that? that would freak me out, but no, she's still attractive. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, seriously, that was that was a little weird. That okay. scene was just just odd. Yeah, there there was one time. Um, I, I know you kind of shifted to Violet, but we're going to go back to Addison because yeah. I have my notes by character. That's So we get, we get to come back to judging Amy? We'll, we'll come back to her. Okay, cool, because um, I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Um, th- There was one time when I really thought that Addison needed some humility. Yeah? In, in, in towards, this episode? In this episode, towards the middle of the episode. She's constantly, thro- she, she has been. And, and I think that she's found the magic, and she's beginning to to fit into this place. So I don't I don't know if we're really going to see that in the future towards her colleagues. But um, you know, she she up to this point has been constantly throwing around the fact that she's this renowned world renowned neonatal surgeon. Blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, she's and, and she's, you even heard Pete say it back to her in a very you know sarcastic way. Yeah, very condescending. Yeah, that's the word that I wanted. Um. So, uh, so there was a moment when I thought that she really needed some humility, but um, but I'm hoping that we won't see as much of that. I- I'm really hoping that we won't see no, not not see as much humility. <laughs> I'm hoping that we won't see as much of her rubbing her her accomplishments in everyone's face. Yeah, I think what I think that that was a big struggle for her, and in that you know she has all this education, she has all this experience, and and in the hospital. You know, when things don't work out, you know, they don't work out. And thing, when things do work out, they do. Right. You know, and, and she, she goes home at the end of the day and it's no big deal one way or the other. And and I think what she's finding in this practice is that these are real people. And she's getting more involved in people's people lives. People instead of cases. Exactly. It's, it's more than just a little folder with all kinds of and I think charts that, and numbers. Yeah, and, and I think that we really saw that in the case of... The patient with the broken hoo-ha, because she, which I totally miss that couple's names. Yeah. But um, because I just thought that hoo-ha was just <laughs> hilarious. Um, anyway, um, I think that we really saw that uh, um, Addison getting involved in, in the patients um, through that because, you know, she, she felt for that woman and her need to, to have the magic, to have that night that she had waited for, for 35 years, you know, well, she didn't wait for it for, but you know, right. What I mean. So, so there was, there was the, there was the, uh, comment 
just thrown out there something about it, it's just unnatural to wait that long to stay a virgin for that mm-hmm. long and you know that's unfortunate that they even threw that that comment it in there. is you know because i'm a, i everybody knows this if you've listened to the grays episodes long enough you know that cliff is trying to be very tolerant of of the just the uh, the overuse of sex in television right as as a gimmick of of trying to gain the interest of people and when it's definitely not overly necessary to to put all that in there but you know if if anything and of course they you know we've talked about the homosexuality agenda and and how they uh especially grays will will kind of throw that up there quite often as a, as to make a statement and stuff you know and and I try not to say anything that is outright just you know opinionated and and of course I mess up and say some things that are you know that that basically just slip out but you know why do they have okay if if they want to share this and they want to share that why do they have to attack the the thought of abstinence well i don't think that they attacked it you don't think so i don't i don't because i think that they were very um I, I thought that that the the character of the um of the patient you're right w- was actually you know very informative about I mean not in, anyway and and somebody and one of the characters did it was, say it was I, Violet it it was judging Amy that said will you stop calling her that we'll I'm have sorry. to fire you okay it, it was Violet thank you Violet said I think it's kind of cute is that what she said huh sweet oh no that's what Addie said oh. Addison said that. Violet's the one who said that it was not possible. That, oh, that it was. Yeah. Okay. So, but she's the one who spoke out against it. Okay, but th- but then they immediately. I, okay, I, I I withdraw my comment because they immediately found fo- fo- uh, followed it up with the statement of you know I think it's kind of kind of cool or yeah sweet sweet okay mm-hmm. thank you yeah anyway strike That's that it. from the record okay so we'll edit that out not. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna go back and edit. It's, Stay focused. I'm here. Okay. Thank you. You rock. So, uh, <laughs> you totally just reeled me right in there. Totally focused. <laughs> Woo. Violet is the next character. Violet is on I'm my t- list. I'm just kidding. Okay. Go ahead. And um, I just have a couple things written down here. Um, a lot of a lot of her growing in this episode came through her patient. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so. sorry. I just looked in the. Uh, I just looked in the chat room and I some somebody tweeted I could go for some cake right now. I could seriously go for some cake right now. You know, they had three cakes in this episode and I'm like, help me. I was thinking about something else. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I know you. Anyway, um, Violet, Violet. A lot of her growing in this episode came through her patient. Yeah. The the man, okay. But uh we see in the in the mess or in the beginning she's listening to the message over and over. Cooper peeks his head in and he tells her to delete it to be a man. Yeah. No man would sit there and, and replay a message. Which which I disagree with. I think that there's probably oh, one yeah. or two of you out there. Um but I did like him telling her to be a man. I thought that was funny. And I like at the end, way to be a man. Way to be a man. Absolutely. She deleted the message by the end. But um, but and, and maybe after this episode, this won't be this won't be so um so pertinent to to her character. But how could she give that man relationship advice? Yeah, that totally doesn't make any sense at all. 
You know, you when need to break this yeah. off. You need to stop that. It, it's her character is very hypocritical in her advice and counsel, and right. and, and I that you know it, that just seems odd. It's kind of like Cliff trying to sell an insurance policy to somebody and say, you know, you really need earthquake because of this fault that we live on here, the New Madrid fault and stuff like that. And the client says, well, Cliff, uh, do you have earthquake on your insurance? Yeah, uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> right. But I do. So right. just so you know. But uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, you, you can't sit there and counsel somebody to do something or in. That you're that, right. That you're, it, it would be like anyway. But not you only understand. not only was she not only was she giving him it, um, counseling him to to do this and, and and to take this step, but then she was telling Sam, "Well, I'm good at my job, and I'm this and that." I'm like, heed some of your own advice, heed some of your own counsel. And so I was very glad that by the end of the the episode that we saw her, you know, delete the message. Last last episode we saw her take a hammer to the bike. So maybe maybe she's beginning to heal. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So I apologize. No, that's okay. So, so beginning to heal. Yes, that's beginning right. to heal. All right, I didn't write much down about Sam because he really I mean he was in this episode, but more oh, of Oh no, he was you know, okay. So you can't not just gloss over Sam. I'm not going to. Okay, go ahead. Are you gonna let me finish speaking? I will. Or do you want to share something? No, I will wait to see what you share, and okay. then I will quit assuming and listen to what you have to say. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I didn't jot down very many um, notes about Sam under Sam. More of them were under Naomi. Naomi is? His ex-wife. Oh, okay. Okay. So did I miss something about just Sam? That you need, think we need to talk no, about? No, no, no. I mean, it was okay. Sam, no, you know, me, same thing. Go ahead. Okay. So, anyway, the only thing that I really have under Sam is that now their daughter wants to live with them. And I'm going to have to go back and watch the... Um, oh, Sam. Oh, gosh. You're thinking Pete. Yes. Sorry. Catch up, honey. I, I am so sorry. It, babe, Catch it's, up. It's like 1037 I, I in care. the evening. I don't care. I'm here. You are here. Um, you brought your A game too. I did. You got your Superwoman shirt on, and you're ready to take. You're just ready to take charge. I love I, it. I seriously do have a Supergirl shirt on. You do. Actually, when I wear it, it stands for Supermom. But you know, that's just what my kids say. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, um, Sam, Tay Diggs, totally hot. Okay. The reason I started watching this show. Okay, he wasn't in this much. Thank you for catching <laughs> up. Oh wow! Hi, it's nice to meet you. Hey. <laughs> We get ready to start. Are we ready to start this thing? <laughs> we started this thing like several <laughs> several minutes ago. Twenty two minutes and fifty five yeah. seconds ago. Um, anyway, they showed the daughter in the very beginning. So so Shonda <gasps> they, and the folks it, must listen to our podcast. Thank you, Shonda. <laughs> Never mind the fact that this was you know this episode was recorded you know weeks months ago. Well, actually, um, that that's true. But they they went in and they put they, her in. Right? Did you notice how kind of cut and paste yeah. it was? I mean, it was clearly put in afterwards after they but listened anyway, to our episode last week. But anyway, I think that I'm going to have to go back and watch the pilot because I'm wondering if, like, that girl didn't have, like, a soap opera aging, you know, oh, come thing going on, on there. You can't be, <laughs> listen, the, it's a completely different mama. Why not have it completely? There you go. Okay. So that, that, that explains <laughs> there that. There you go. New mom, new daughter. New mom, new daughter. Okay, gotcha. So next on my list is Pete. Pete. Tim Daly. Ah. Who I really like. I really like him too. He he's the one character from the nine I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And I I, I 
I, I really like Pete as well. Yeah. You know? He kind of reminds me like of Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby is the guy who played the Incredible Hawk. Oh. Do you remember okay. that? He's kind Vaguely. of, he's, a, he's like a young Bill Bixby. Vaguely. Oh, that's right. You were a kid. <laughs> I forgot. Vaguely. You might not have even been born yet. Uh, anyway. All right. So, um, so we open with Pete in the rain at, at his wife's grave. Okay. Yes. And he's. And we like, we're thinking totally he's going to be like, oh, I miss you. It's like you were a lousy <laughs> wife and I hated you. I'm like, hello. <laughs> this Welcome to this episode of Private Practice. That was a little odd. Oh, my goodness. So, um, so yeah, he, he needs to do this to move on. And, and I would agree with that that advice coming from Violet that he needs to, you know, even if he does feel like he's just talking to a stone, you need to get those things off. You know, yeah. what he says, a stone over my dead wife's body. You know, the one thing is, is that... He needs to move on. I really enjoyed that story. And that's why, I don't know why when you said, um, Sam, Sam, I was thinking Pete, but... You know, the thing is, is that Sam you Pete thought that he was like just this, you know, he was just cold and angry and everything and, and that he hated his wife and his wife was a really horrible woman. And I'm sitting there looking at the tombstone and it says, beloved wife. You know, and maybe he just well, did that. Just, I mean, what's he going to put on there? Sucky wife? And- yeah. I mean, <laughs> something. But anyway, <laughs> seriously, though, I, what I think, though, is that at the very end, again, it, it just almost a tear in the eye. Mm-hmm. You just like, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't save you. Yep. He really did love her. You know, and, 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 oh man, when he told, you know, when he told Addison, when he told Addison, um, and he says, listen, you know, I, we went to bed together that night and went to bed on together on Tuesday and, or went, she went to bed next to me on Tuesday and woke up Wednesday and she was dead. Yeah. And, and so it was a really bad night, but most of our nights were bad, you know? And I, I think that, that, that takes, um, a great deal of courage to admit that. Yeah. You know, but I, I really, um, I really felt for him at the end when he did say, I'm sorry, I couldn't save you because as, as a doctor, I wonder how much of that doesn't, you know, add on to yeah the grief that he had or the regret that he had. And, and you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, for some reason, there's just something in my heart for people that lose a loved one at such an early age. It, it just, it just really, really tears at my heart, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, the, there, there's a there's a couple moments between between Pete and Addison that I wrote down here, and there's one part where he tells her, "You don't know me, you, you don't know me," um, because she has this preconceived idea of who he is, or yeah. she did, and um, and and next to that, next to that, I wrote, "Just tell her." Why do men have to be so secretive with who they are? I don't know. Why, why can't, I mean, if she doesn't know you and you want her to know you, which obviously he does. Does he? I think so. Okay. Otherwise he wouldn't go around kissing her in the in the stairwell. Okay. Good point. <laughs> um, And keep bringing it up. He's the one who keeps bringing it up, not her. Right. You know? um, j- then just tell her. If you want her to know you know who you are j- just tell her don't let her find out through the grapevine which she did and then there's this moment when they're when they're talking there's this moment where you see the change in his eyes w- which is great acting by the way but you see the change in his eyes when Pete knows that Addison knows that it's yeah. the anniversary of his of his wife's death i mean there there's just that 
just that moment where, where it changes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, so that's good acting to be able to pull off that, you know. Yeah. I wonder how many times they had to take that scene. I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. We, nothing's we, perfect. Okay, nothing's perfect. Pete believes nothing's perfect. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing's perfect. I mean, we can want to believe in the magic and, and hold on to the magic as long as we can. But in the end, no, nothing's perfect. Right. And then, um, and then uh, Violet tells Addison that's the most he's ever told anyone about his wife. Yeah. And so then that's the moment where he tells her something about himself. And, yes. and he shows that he, he wants her to know him. Yeah. He does. I, I like that. I, I really like Addison and Pete together. I, th- I do. I think that they would I like big, the chemistry. I like in, that in, chemistry, yeah, yes. I do. That's cool. I think I, Naomi and Sam, they, they we've we've talked about it over and over again. They're not going to bring them back together. I think they should. But I think they should. And even if, even if, um, even if they do and it doesn't last... I, you know what I mean? I think that it I think be, that that could be a reoccurring tension yeah. between the two of them. I think that it would be cool to end season one with the two of them getting together and then going away for a couple months. Okay. To to work yeah. on their relationship. That'd be cool. So that's funny that you say that because <laughs> Naomi is next on my list. Yeah. And so I'm she wanting, wants her cake and eat it too. Well, hold on. I'm wondering if they don't have a fat suit hanging on Naomi's um, wardrobe cart for next week's episode because after eating three whole cakes or two, two whole cakes by yourself, the third one, said, I don't want your cake. I want Sam's cake. Know what she's talking about there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but. Uh, but um, and it ain't Betty Crocker either. Yeah. So I I wrote that down. I'm like, I mean, there's going to be some consequences to eating two whole cakes by yourself. And what's the second one she did slightly share with, with Addison yeah, and Violet? Yeah, but her but, character ate two whole cakes. She didn't. I know. But I, but I you they know would what have I, to. They would have to represent that in the character. Babe, this is an offshoot of Grey's Anatomy. Do you think they're going to represent? I think that it's more real than Grey's. Yeah, I think you're right. I do think it's a little bit more real than Grey's. But it's still, when I actually saw them, you know, doing the cake over and over and over again, mm-hmm. I honestly thought they were that maybe she's really pregnant in real life. The actress would be pregnant in real life. Oh. And they're trying to trying to cover it up. Yeah, trying to okay. cover it up. You know, and so that's good thinking. Yeah, that's that, the way that's my mind works. Thinking. You know, that's how so, I roll, yo. Stop saying that because you don't pull it off. Well. I know. <laughs> but um, so she was uh, most of, most of Naomi's issues were were surrounded by the cake. She was replacing sex with the cake and um she wants sam's cake and for a moment i thought that Dell was crushing on her yeah i think so bringing her the cake i think so but um he was he was uh give them give them what give they the want the girl what she wants give the girl what she wants yeah um i what what was oh what was that thing she said he's he's uh He's baking cakes at me. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Is that the? Is the um, he he keeps he keeps something like that. It, it was now something. I, it was I a forgot le- to actually write it down, but it was so funny. That was an awesome statement, and I can't remember it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this boy keeps baking cakes at me. I think that's what she said. Yeah, this boy that keeps was baking so cakes at me. So funny. That was pretty funny. Um, no magic till Sam. 
I really think that they are leaning towards bringing them together. Bringing them together at, at some point, because yeah. she, she's totally still. Again, again, I agree. They need to. So what else you got on there? And then she was really struggling with with the daughter wanting. Suddenly, dad's the better parent, and, and the daughter wants to spend all of her time with dad. Wow, and that really. That is a lot of doodling there on your notes, <laughs> I'm babe. Sorry, I am too. I don't. It, would you like me to get you another pen for when you run out of ink? <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Okay. Um, there's not that many notes on this page. Okay. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Does that bother you? No, I could it sit doesn't. here and like tap my fingers. No, no doodle, okay, doodle, please. Okay, thank yes, you. Thank you. So, um, last but not least on on my list is um, as, as far as character. Hello, wake up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to yawn. <laughs> is Cooper, and so I jotted down here that Cooper really is like a caring doctor and friend. Yeah. Okay. So I jotted that down, and then he was all. Um, he he was all talking about talking about. Well, I put a sticker on my stethoscope, and that's as far as I go. And then I'm thinking, well, maybe he's not. But then he went and did the dress up with the girls, yeah. and I think really he is. He just doesn't want anyone to know that he is. Yeah, and, um, I, I like his character, and you know there what there wasn't any crazy sex stuff in this episode. No, there wasn't. They. I really yeah. believe that that Sean and those guys over there are or gals. Or guys and gals, I think they're really listening to us, and I, and I think so. we're. I think we, you and I, Stephanie, are benefiting the entire world viewing audience of private practice by yeah. doing this show every week. I just don't think we have that much reach, but anyway. <laughs> um, hey, I will tell you, we are running right around three or four thousand downloads every single week. Right seriously? Now. Yeah. Cool. Um, taking the picture of the I mean he really wanted to help out the little girl but he's like I totally have to take a picture. Yeah, that was <laughs> And then the mom turns around and she goes, "Yeah, you have to take a picture." I mean, to, so It's like, "Duh." If yeah, my yeah. kids turn blue, I'd probably want a picture too. Yeah. So, but that was a little Mix Murphy for me. That so. that was Mix Murphy. <laughs> Absolutely. And in the end he gave them what they wanted. So, anyway, by dressing up and doing the whole, you know, going right. to the castle, he was um he he sacrificed of himself so that they would take so that they would take him into their special place in their heart mm-hmm. you know he they they opened up their private place in, in their heart because he sacrificed himself you know that obviously wearing a tiara and carrying a wand is not something that a grown man you know with no children re- really wants to do but um are you following me yeah. am i making sense okay but um and he actually, you know, broke the case. He did. Be- and because, he figured it yeah. out and then the girl turned pink and, again. Yeah, all of them. They were all, you know, healthy and, and, and fine. And that's how I like my shows to end. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Give me a so, nice, lovely, fun ending and I'm good to go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Um, and then I, I jotted down some notes about... The patient that we saw in this episode. The okay. patient. Patients. Patients. They're doctors. They're doctors. The patients that they saw. You look lost. You, I am you look totally, like totally lost. Clueless. What patients are you talking about? Okay, the girls and the broken hoo-ha. And, uh, we haven't and, already talked about all of them? Well, I'm trying to tell you. I jotted notes down, but if you think we've covered enough of that. Oh, no. If you've got notes that we haven't <laughs> talked about, by all means. 
Well, I don't know because I haven't looked at them. Oh, well, look at them Since and tell us them. what you got. And I'll okay. S- we'll check off the list as we go along. Okay. So I'm sorry. Is- I'm like halfway asleep right now. I can tell. Go ahead. Bring your A-game. A-game. Or don't come. I'm right here. Woo. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Rock on. Let's go. Help me, people. Help me. So, um. Help, Miranda. Help, help, Miranda. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> come on, baby. Married couple, broken hoo-ha. Broken wanted hoo-ha. The fairy, wanted the fairy tale, waiting for the fairy tale. I really liked how she told her story where she said, you know, um, when I was in high school, I didn't want to give it up to some band geek in the back of his dad's car. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, in college, I thought, you know, he's coming. Mr. Her fairy tale was coming. And then, obviously, she didn't find it until later in life. And, and she thought, well, I've waited this long. I, I might as well. I might as well wait. And so I really liked the way that they played her, her, how they wrote her story. I do. I, she was an extremely lovable character. She was, she was adorable. Yes. And then, um, and so you see her, her treatment and you, you know, you got that her treatment was painful. Yeah. You know, that, that was very painful to relax those muscles and to fix that problem. But, um, but she with she, she went through it. It, it was a pain that she endured, um, be, because it was a desired outcome. Yeah. And um but I wow. love that I tell you that was painful that was a that was excruciating moment of television right there. Why? For me cuz I'm totally afraid of needles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm like wincing in pain like a little girl. Oh. Ah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be sexist against little girls, but I I, I was I was wincing, okay? Uh, I'm sorry that you were wincing. Well, thank you. I What's next on our list? Okay. <laughs> I, I washed it with ease, you know. I know I, you I've, did. I have no idea how you can handle those needles. I've experienced a lot down there before. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I've had stitches and scissors down there. I think I can handle it, you know. And so, I was there, and I looked the other way. <laughs> I think you actually left the room. I think I did one time because um, it was getting the room was spinning. The room was, and spinning. I had to go out in the hallway so that your spinning room would stop. <laughs> Messing Spinning. with my head. But anyway, I liked when Addison told her, these kinds of things don't get broken. It's not the kind of thing to get broken. Yeah. It, it's not broken. There's a there's a solution and we can fix it. We're going to find it. So I thought that was funny. She was When she's saying kind of something about that, the gate is shut. The gate is shut. <laughs> it's yes. welded shut. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, and then at the end, when they run in and they're like screaming and they're so excited because... She had her magic. Yes. And so, but I, I, I liked that. I and you've never, and, and I've never been so happy to see a couple have sex on television. Well, they didn't have sex on television. Well, they it did. It was just implied. Okay. The couple on television have sex. <laughs> yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's totally cool that they were married and that they had abstinence as a part yeah. of their uh, relationships prior to that. And they, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. You know, go, go ABC. You know, and and by golly, I like that. It, it was pretty cool. I just want to um, say shout out. Stop giving shout out. <laughs> I'm going to have to send you down south. All right. To Grant County. <laughs> I mean, it's not that far down. All right. Um, with the blue girls. Yeah. The only thing I really wanted to bring up with it, with, with the only other thing that I really wanted to bring up with them is I really thought that those girls needed some discipline. Because if the one sister's laying in the bed, blue, seizing, and you can't get the other three to tell you where they've been and what's been going on. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't really know that those girls really understood what was making them sick. 
No, they. I, I don't think they knew what was making them sick, but they refused to talk to their mom about where they had been. They weren't. Went, I mean, I get that. I get you know that that was their secret castle and all that. But okay. but mom was asking them, "Where have you been? You know, what have you you know played with?" And they would not speak to her. Yeah. Not anything. They only talked to each other. Yeah. the the only The only thing about that is that I don't know that. That they, it's it was a secret hide. It was a it was a secret place, you know. It, it was a secret hiding place, and were they hiding it? Yeah, but but did they think they were doing wrong for hiding it? I, I struggle with that one. I struggle with that one. But I agree with you to a certain degree. Maybe that, discipline's the wrong word. Yeah, I don't think but, it was an issue of discipline, but it's it's a issue of understanding when a secret's not so much good to keep. Right. But at the same time, at their age, at their age. They can't possibly think that going in there, laying on the ground and looking at the stars has anything to do with anything. I mean, they didn't. I mean, it would be a different story if they go in there and they're eating something or drinking something. But they're not. They're just laying there. So, But mom was asking them, where have you been? Right. And then they did kind of, you know, they kind of did a little huddle and stuff and and they didn't say anything. Yeah. So anyway. I, just, I, I I think that I think the you know some more investigation could have been done by the mom. Right. Well, yeah, I'm not think, putting it all on the girls. I don't think I'm, think um, Cooper. Cooper. I don't think Cooper needed to be the one to go out and investigate that. I think, well, I think they did to move his story along. Yeah, oh yeah, but I'm just saying in in the right. real life scenario and something like this, I I think that that mom mom or something should have. Yeah. You know, taking a little more initiative in that area. Okay. And so then the last one that I have on here is the wife with the bloody nose. Yeah. And, um. Story did not, I was not compelled by that story at all. Tricking him to stay, I thought was really deceptive. Kind of bugged me. And then, not only does she trick him into staying, then she calls him, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna curse. No, don't curse. I'm gonna quote. No, just, just, okay, go ahead. She calls him a weak, whiny pain in the ass. Oh, that's not too bad. Okay. Well, didn't you remember what it was? No, I didn't. Okay. You know why? Because it I, didn't interest you. It, it, I found that story so if very she, if unappealing. That's what she, if that's what she thinks of him. Uh-huh. And that's why she didn't tell him in the first place. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know. that that The whole thing was just weird to me. And then she thought she, he was strong and he stayed and whatever. And, and then you wrote on here, you're still picking what's safe, what's familiar. Yeah. And 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 the reason why I wrote wrote that down is because, you know, they're, they're again, and, and I tie this back to this whole scenario where I'm changing this career. And, and, you know, with being tired and exhausted and working day, you know, all day at the office and then coming home and working at night and then working at the week, on the weekends. You know, and then, of course, coming down with this, you know, upper respiratory infection and just feeling really tired and stuff. It Sometimes I just think, OK, well, maybe I just need to say this is all a stupid mistake. I should just stay in insurance and, and I should quit thinking about pursuing this dream because how who am I to think that I could really pull this off? I wouldn't let you do that. And then those words were, but then you're just still playing it safe. You're yep. only ta- you're picking what's familiar. And by golly, 
I'm glad that line was there. Not that that line like really saved me from you know going back because obviously I'm not. I, right. Well, I've I wouldn't got, let you at this yeah, point. I know you wouldn't. But but I'm just saying I I I'm very glad they wrote that in there because uh, you know what I I honestly if a marriage can be saved and a couple can stay together and even though things aren't cheerful and happy and the magic's not completely there if they can be together and they can try to work on it by all means I'm very glad. And, and and I and and you know the magic doesn't last past the honeymoon. Yeah, seriously, we have the magic sometimes. Come on, babe. We make it. Yeah, but it's not there on its own. It's right. hard work. Yeah, it's hard work. We choose to get up every day and, and do it, even on the days we don't want to. Wait a second. What are we talking about here? The magic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but anyway. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to say that that I was just glad that they threw the line in there, but I totally disagree with the fact that you know, if, if he's only staying in that marriage because it's safe because it's familiar, you know what? By all means, if I have to say, I just believe in trying to work on the marriage if if it's at all possible, mm-hmm. you know. And if two people are willing to try to be together, then then by all means. But I mean, it, I definitely do not agree with. I would totally agree that it's time to break relations if there was an issue of abandonment, abuse, or infidelity. Uh, infidelity. So I just want to get that out. <sighs> so, is it time to go to bed now? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All righty. Seriously, <laughs> um, I do. I do want to. Um, we we have been recording this in front of a live internet audience, and we do this. We are available on Wednesday nights after the show if you want to come and participate in the conversation that's happening in the chat room. Uh, it's really great because here at gspn.tv, uh, we really believe in community. And uh, we have an online forum at gspn.tv slash forum. Uh, there's a big link to it on the main page. But anyway, there are at least, well, there are several thousand people who are listening to this podcast. Our, several of our other shows have even more thousands of listeners and they all come together and and uh, communicate with one another in various forms on Facebook and through services called Twitter and all kinds of other uh, technology relational things. And uh, there are about 110, 113 people that listen to all of our shows and they interact with one another. And we'd love to have you investigate that. I mean, if you're... If you're out there and you're just looking for other people to talk about television shows with and share life with, come come check out the community at gspn.tv over here at the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. And with that, guys, I am tired. I'm going to go to the doctor tomorrow and ask them to give me some medicine so that I can get rid of this sinus infection and all that good jazz. Stop being whiny. I am whiny. You are whiny. I am. That's okay. But anyway, that was a good episode. It was a great episode. I'm really enjoying this show. I am. It, it it started out a little slow for me. I really loved the ending once again. So until next time, we'll talk to you soonish, I guess. Is this is this the soonish one? No, that's Grace. Oh, crud. This one doesn't have one yet. All right, we'll talk to you soon. This program is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You'll find this and other podcasts on our website at gspn.tv. gspn.tv. Thanks for listening.